What's up, guys? Welcome to another episode of the Horror Academy podcast. And after this episode, you may need rounds of therapy because we're going to go into the twisted mind of your boy, Rob Zombie. This is the continuation of our Director's Cut series. Yeah, this is the second installment, and we are going to be talking about Rob Zombie and some of his... Dastardly deeds. <laughs> <laughs> some of his blasphemous work. Yes. And kind of just give our thoughts, let you guys know a little bit more about the films themselves. So if you guys haven't seen any of these films you know spoiler warnings right now uh but we're gonna go ahead and kick things off with the lords of salem yes and uh you know rob, rob zombie right he he originally be, he was a musician yes and he was with with you know the white a group called the white zombie and then he split off did his own thing his own music and then eventually his own career in, in filmmaking, which is great. Like I can respect, you yeah. know, gr- moving up. Yeah. And so he he was never really someone that I like as far as music wise. I never listened. Yeah, I never followed that that type of music. I wasn't really big into that genre. And then as a kid, you know, I, I was watching all these movies that he was coming out with. And I was like, um, no. <laughs> like, I remember watching the poster for um, for The Devil's Rejects, and I thought of how gritty and how nasty that looked, and I'm like, that's not really for me. I'm kind of, like, I can do Freddy, I can do Jason, but I can't really do his type of movies. So I kind of stayed away for a long time, and then finally kind of, came on board and uh, really really liked those films and we'll get into those in a bit um how what did you what do you think about rob zombie though uh so rob zombie clearly makes a case for a modern day uh master of war right i think i believe so at least um just like you i never really followed his musical career like yeah. all my friends like dude you can go to rob zombie show with melon <laughs> manson i'm like no 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 thanks <laughs> that's just not my style like i like way heavier music <laughs> right right i yeah. like stuff that's like beyond that yeah um but as far as his movies go they've always been rob rob zombie movies have always been for me and this is since i was young like those like oh shit movies yeah like Oh, you really want to dive into some <laughs> nasty shit, some go- gory, like just gritty horror? Exactly. You got to dive into. Uh, I was gonna say Eli Roth, him too, <laughs> right. but uh, Rob Zombie. Yeah, you have to stoop down to his level right, if right. you want to yeah, find that yeah. stuff. Yeah, and uh, I, I remember watching House of a Thousand Corpses when I was younger, and I was, dude, it was such. It was like that. In, that was my introduction to Rob Zombie, yeah. and I was like, oh. Wow. What the fuck is yeah. this? 
wow, he is a... Uh, like, you gotta check yourself, like, am I am I on shrooms or some yeah. shit? I don't remember this. He's like blue cheese. You either really <laughs> love blue cheese, <laughs> yeah. or you despise blue cheese. Yeah. I happen to like blue cheese. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, man, that's... Uh, that, right. Rob Zombie, dude. Rob Zombie. And so last time, the first uh, director that we did for this series was Eli Roth. And Eli Roth has a more slow-burning approach to his films. Rob Zombie is kind of on the opposite side of that In spectrum. Your face, yeah. yeah, he's very, like, directly, like, this is, this is what this movie's going to be about. This is, like, he kind of gives you a taste of what's to come really early on. Right. And that's what I like. I like not having to wait for so long. Right. Like, I get that like, with, like, Eli Roth's approach, it does set up the story, the characters and everything. That's great. But I also like to have the... I like to, to know what I'm, I'm going in. Like, um, what I'm trying to say is I want to have a taste of it, like, right away. Like, if there's going to be some kind of crazy shit going on or some scary right. shit going on, right. I want to see it, like, right now. Right. Instead of waiting like, for on... for example, like a paranormal movie? Yeah. Start off with an apparition. Yeah, yeah. Start off with something happening in the beginning that yeah. leads to it. Right, exactly. You know I mean? Not, not... Like, like, the whole happy family and then, like halfway through the movie then you get something yeah that's that's so boring to me um like if not done right it's just like ah oh, fuck you're a dragon but no rob zombie does his like he goes right into it for the most part and that's what i admire that's what i really like about that and i can you know i, I i'm entertained right by his work yes so we we watched lords of salem and this this movie was uh, 2012. This came out in 2012, and it was m one of his more later on projects. Right. Once he's been right. seasoned with directing right. and being in the director's chair, and it's different from the rest of the movies that we're going to talk about because this one has a has a supernatural approach to the storyline. Right. This one doesn't really. To me, it's yeah. not very. It's not horror. Right. It's more of a supernatural thriller. Maybe. Right. A thriller. Yeah. It's kind of a a stretch. There's. It's a very. This is like his one movie that burns slow. Mm hmm. And it's it's a, a very uh, experimental. Yeah. I, I, I would say. Right. He played on a lot of uh, like visions and dreams kind of mm -hmm. kind of thing and. He got weird with it, yeah. and um, I can see why it's it's divided between the haters and the lovers of this movie. Right. Um, but it was weird because when it was first marketed, it was marketed as like Rob Zombie's most extreme movie to date. Yeah. And then when I watched, I was like, <laughs> "Well, at, at what point? At, Wait, at, which part are you talking about? <laughs> at what point did you did you did anyone think, oh, this is way worse than anything done in Devil's Rejects? Yeah." Like, was it a group of suburban, middle-aged moms <laughs> who never watched any of his previous work, but then they saw this and they were like, wow, yeah, no, I have to say it, hands down, this is worse. Like, I just saw that that well, that movie with the possessed doll, oh, what was his name, Charles? No, 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 Chucky. And this <laughs> is worse. This is way worse. <laughs> like, who, who exactly was saying this? But yeah, uh... Mm -hmm. Lords of Salem is a, is a weird one, man. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I really can't, like, put my finger on how I feel about it. 
Right, right. It's bizarre. It's so bizarre. And and this movie, uh, it budgeted, it had a budget of $1.5 million, and then it grossed, you guessed it, $1.5 million. <laughs> I mean, wow. <laughs> that, that's how this movie got us, because it's like, what? So, I guess I'm going to try my best to kind of explain what this movie's about. It follows this woman, her name's Heidi, played by, of course, the wonderful Shea Moon Zombie, who is, who who receives this this record, like one of the that you play, and it's delivered to her, or the song, I guess, is created by a band called The Lords. The, yeah, The Lords of Salem. The Lords of Salem, and the, the, the song is designed to make any woman who listens to it kind of be recruited or something into some kind of weird witch cult yeah, or whatever. The, the it's, ladies of Salem. Yeah, that. The cunting daughters of Salem. <laughs> that. <laughs> exactly. So they as she's getting more exposed to this and she seeks help by through her neighbor who she un Winningly know doesn't or what the fuck am I saying? But she doesn't know that her neighbor is witch, and yes. the neighbor's friends are witches, and so they are trying to kind of prep her without her knowing for the birth of some demonic force that's starting to wedge into her life, and that's probably the best way that I can explain what this movie yeah, is. And, and that that's that just kind of tells you how weird this movie is. Yeah, it's hard to explain what it's about yeah we get the idea so heidi's character is related to an ancestor who murdered the witches on the salem trials and then that's why she's chosen to be this conduit for the birth of some creature yeah that this uh wiccan not wiccan uh satanic cult right um, wants to get out of her for some reason, which we never understand why her specifically. Yeah, like right. it doesn't really make sense if she was, if her ancestor was the bringer of death to them. Yeah, why would she need to be that vessel? Right, and then, um, but yeah, she's like, she's oddly tormented mentally throughout the whole movie, but nothing really, like, causes the torment. Yeah, she just kind of on her own starts having these dreams. Yeah, and she's kind of going insane on her own, and there's no. Like external force, like a like an oppressive force behind it. Like you, you see these images. There, you see these apparitions that are kind of around her, but they're not exactly tormenting her. Right. Like she's not being haunted. Exactly. Like the conjuring and stuff like that. That is torment because the the apparitions and right. the force behind they're it fucking is fucking with them. Yeah, it's attacking. But these things in this movie are just on the sidelines, just kind of watching her like hey are you are you ready for me to for you to be to for you to birth the satan are you ready no okay well we'll we'll be around we'll check in and like every um i don't want to say apparition because not really the ghost every creature in this yeah. movie they're all very different and don't seem like they belong in the same universe they're right yeah we had like a like an old like white painted like lady uh-huh. then we had like a sasquatch kind of character yeah then we had a midget of sorts like a 
baby thing yeah. with the tentacle appendages or something. So n- none of that really played into itself. It was just kind of sporadic and random and just yeah. kind of, what are you what are you doing? Yeah, and maybe what? we're not smart enough to catch on to like the symbolisms or anything like yeah. that. But it just kind of, it gave it a weird vibe and it, it kind of set the tone throughout the whole movie. Right. So there was like these different creatures and, and maybe, you know, with, because it's sort of based off the Salem Witch Trials and, and maybe yeah. these creatures or maybe whatever it is we're watching has something to do with that, has some kind of background history with that. But your audience isn't going to know that. Not all of them. Like, right. n- not everyone who watches this movie is like, yeah, you know, I, I'm really interested in the Salem Witch Trials, so I'm going to check this movie out. Not everyone's like that. Right, so they're right. going to be going into this like, oh, what, what's, what's with the baby? Like, we don't know. And so it, the movie itself doesn't really explain what's going on. It just kind of lets Ooh. you... Bless Thank you. you. Uh, uh, am I sneezing again? No. <laughs> so the movie doesn't really explain what's going on. It just kind of herds you into this into this story like, hey, this is what's happening now and you just got to go along with it. Yeah. And that kind of diminishes the whatever horror aspects or elements it has. Right. Because you're more confused now than you are into it or, right. or or scared i mean i should say and like with that i mean you're making a horror movie so it should it should have some kind of element of i'm freaked out by this right but you know you're it's just when you're trying to develop the characters in the story there are a lot of the times a lot of scenes in this movie where they're not they're kind of dragged out or yeah. they're a little, maybe a little unnecessary. And yeah, there's a lot of scenes where it'll show one of the characters go from point A to point B, mm-hmm. and they'll be it's just dragged out. Yeah, like like literally, we're just watching them walk from one place to another, and it's kind of like okay, yeah. So that wasn't necessary. Yeah, it visually looks great, I guess, but yeah. I mean, it doesn't really do anything for the movie. And then we do have a I forgot I forgot his name. We have a secondary character. Okay. The guy that's investigating. Oh, that's uh I think that's Bruce Davidson who plays Francis Matthias. Yes, and like honest honestly his character was literally to me pointless. Pointless. He's trying to investigate more into the song into the witches and everything after he is invited to Heidi's radio station and they play this song and she he starts seeing her kind of have this reaction to it kind of like if she's coming down with some sort right. of sickness <laughs> and he's like hey um who gave what, what what's that song about or like what the fuck and she's like oh just the lord's something whatever she tells him i don't know and then he's like, well, you know what? That looks like a job for Francis Matthias. Like, there was nothing really that showed why he was driven to look yeah. into it. Yeah, like, it's it's like, I, I he wrote a book, yeah, right? I would have left it alone. Yeah. <laughs> like, That's weird. I'm going to go home. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm sorry you're feeling that way. Maybe you should not play that song anymore. But, right. uh, hey, I'm going to go back to my wife. Oh, hey, and that song? 
play it less. <laughs> play that song less in Dude, the movie. We were saying like, because if you guys heard that song that that afflicts her, it's just like a really creepy kind of background sound, right? Yeah, with like three notes. Three notes, and maybe it's interesting, you know, a good choice to have for a specific scene, but but not as not as a song that causes this, right? Because they play it on the radio, and they're like, hey, well, we got a, a new single from the Lords, and uh, we have zero And they played it like three times on the radio. Yeah. Station. Why would you? And the thing is, they play it, and they have, this is like a rock station kind of, and there's like so many women who listen in. Women who, by the way, don't look like they would listen to that radio station. Right. And then they all turn and stuff. But it leaves the men un- unaffected, which begs the question, like, because th- there's two guys. It's three hosts in the radio station. It's Heidi, and then we got the other two guys who are in other Rob Zombie's work. And if I was one of the, the men, I w- I'd be like, hey, this is kind of boring, dude. Like, we maybe should have listened to this before we played it. Also, that scene where all those women were getting affected by the song, what happened to them? What happened? Like, where- you showed that them reacting to the song like were they the, but like no, there was no follow-up to that yeah kinda... like like no one there was no news reports or anything like like what what exactly happened like were, did they become those those witches in the cult at the end or something right. like i don't know and so yeah we're just kind of left baffled like um what kind of emotions am i feeling i don't know and that's ultimately overall how we feel <laughs> yeah about the lord of salem yeah i mean it has really weird images uh scenes maybe there are things that fly over our heads but holy shit man that's so weird weird, weird. and there's like this scene towards the end of the film where um oh fuck what's his name what's his name jeff daniels phillips who's in this movie he plays a character named whitey and i think it's a guy with a beard right and so he's he's bringing he has Heidi with her after getting her from her her apartment which had this scene where he was like trying to get past the witches who were on the staircase and that scene just reminded me of like when in like my my apartment complex like there's like little kids who sit on the staircases and like they don't fucking move when I'm coming up like you <laughs> un- you inconsiderate son of bitches and so he just walks up, and you think, like, okay, something's going to happen. But then he just knocks on her door. She comes out later, whatever, and they just leave. And it's like, oh, pointless. And <laughs> so, so they meet up with their third host somewhere down the alley. They're going to do this thing. And then Heidi just kind of wanders off and then goes into this, like, warehouse thing. And, and Whitey's like, hey, what are, you, what are you doing? And she's like, I'm so sorry. And then, like, the door closes. She goes into this theater place like like a, not like a movie theater but like one of those old like stage theaters and then we have the, her her neighbors her three witch neighbors who are there on stage and they're like professing their loyalty to satan and stuff and it's mad weird because there's an actual audience there's like maybe 20 people scattered around the the house and like the seating area and they're just kind of there on stage just like professing his their loyalty to satan and that's that's when uh it, it came to my mind where i i got the thought of like well so they're this lady this like i guess like the main witch of the cult she just 
kind of just says the same shit, just words it. <laughs> she just words it differently every time. Yeah. It kind of, and it made me think, like, did Rob Zombie tell her, this is more or less what I want you to say. Run with it. Show me what you got. <laughs> and then she went up there. And, like, like, if you were to tell me that, dude, this is me. Oh, dear Lord Satan. We worship you now. We bring you this host that will birth the creature we seek. And just repeat that shit and diff- word it differently every time. And it feels like that. It feels like she was just winging it. Right. And yeah. Like, it's such a weird <laughs> scene. Chris made a joke that is like... <laughs> oh, dude. So they're, they're sitting like... Or they're, they're on stage. And this is like a big like house theater. And, like, I just started laughing, dude, because I can, I can imagine, like, in this serious, weird situation, ritual thing. ritual thing that's going on, like, the lights come on, and then you got, like, Nick Cannon coming out, it's like, um, alright, that's the, the Lords of Salem, and you got, like, Howie Mandel, <laughs> and, like, how, Heidi Klum. How they, like, lean over on their desk, just, like... <laughs> Like with their like intrigued faces, and it's like, all right. So I I, I really like your your positivity. <laughs> I'm, I'm sorry. What's your name? And how and, <laughs> and how old are you? How old are you? Where are you from? And, and, and so, what are you gonna do with this money once you get it? And the witches are like, <laughs> we're gonna raise a cunting daughter to Salem. <laughs> I respect it. I respect it yeah. a lot. So <laughs> listen, here's here's the thing. <laughs> we we love your energy absolutely. This isn't for me. And then the audience in the back, boo! <laughs> and then Nick Cannon's like, all right, well, that was the Lords of Salem. After these messages, we've got you. Right, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Go into it. <laughs> so I, I just started laughing at that because that would be hilarious. But And then after that ritual, it went straight into this weird montage of Bro! Ra- random, like, dead, like, yo, like, Priests, corpses, masturbating with dildos. Yeah, which, listen, you guys, I know that sounds weird, but it's got a lot of meaning to it. See, the priests, as they're dead, they are jacking off to these dildos, colorful dildos. At that. that, And so pretty much what that means is that the priests are kind of sick and twisted and... You can get that because no, I don't. I'm just yeah, no, babbling no, 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 on. No, 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 you can't get that. No, what the fuck is the question? And then she starts writing a uh, taxidermied, like dude, goat. like why? Like if she's on like a like a bull, a mechanical bull. Yeah, she's like going crazy and then, like yeah. whipping her dreads back and forth. And then there's like the the like, vocalist from like the Lords or something. No, no, that was, wasn't it. There was something different. That that was. It was, it, he looked like he was in a black metal band. Yeah, yeah. But he wasn't, like, previously in the movie. Oh, okay. It was just some, like, tall, scrawny, skinny, like, black metal-looking dude. Yeah. And he was just kind of, like, sticking his tongue and, like, grabbing her from behind and dancing, kind of. And she was, like, getting into it. And, and I'm like... And it would have flashed back between the two. Hey, Rob, that means nothing. <laughs> 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 like, what does... Because at one point, like, while they're doing that, the Colts the the old super mega old sack of dust woman who's in the cult is talking about like this she's just babbling on right and at one point she says like writing on the goat or something and so that's when we see her like on the goat 
like writing it and stuff and i'm like okay so i get that that why we see that but why are we seeing that <laughs> like yeah. it's so many questions so little answers and that's literally just how it ends yeah it just it's so bizarre dude like a lot of these movies we're going to talk about they're they're weird but they they're like a cool weird yeah yeah but this one was like um ha huh, okay i left that not knowing what i just saw so if you guys want to watch that i mean sure <laughs> and so we're gonna shift gears gears and we're gonna do a, a quick edition today of what's going on in horror yes and so we've actually got uh slender man and the meg out as well as along came the devil along came the devil real quick you guys it's it's pretty it has like a limited kind of theatrical release like i don't think time wise but i mean in which theaters like it, it looks was, like it, was, it wasn't a large production exactly it looks like it's just amc here in arizona i don't know about anywhere else but the meg and slender man have like a wider uh, reach and so we're, we're actually going to be checking out those movies as well. Right now, we've seen that Slenderman has been getting trashed on. So right. um, I'm, not, I'm a little worried. I mean, we're going to watch it anyway, but uh, The Meg seems to be a more fun film. Yeah, people, I, I've actually seen some comments and reviews on, on online and... Uh, you know, you get the typical that movie was shit, but then I'm, yeah. I'm seeing a lot of that was better than I expected. Yeah, um, like it was really fun. Go watch it, kind of comments. Yeah. I'm like, it, so it it really seems like it's gonna be fun. Yeah, like what what can go wrong? Like even if the story is weak. Yeah, you have a giant shark. Yeah, have Jason Statham and Rain Wilson. Right, exactly. Like, like, come on. As long as it doesn't take itself too serious on a weak script, right? It, it it'll be fun. Yeah, definitely. Like, don't go in there like a like a critic. Yeah, don't don't go in there like <laughs> thinking you're gonna watch Deep Blue Sea or, or Jaws. You know right. I mean? Yeah, exactly. So don't don't do that. Um, but definitely watch it. Let us know what you guys think. We're actually really excited to uh, to see that or to hear what you guys think. Anyway. But, um, yeah, no, I'm telling you guys, that was a really short edition of Horror News. Yeah, yeah, we, not, not much went on. Went on. Um, yeah. We kind of have, a, like, a second trailer for The Nun, but not really. Yeah, it's It just, wasn't a lot. It wasn't much. But um, we're excited for that. we got, like, about a month left till that comes out. Yeah, September 7th, so keep your calendars marked. The darkest chapter of the Conjuring universe. <laughs> so, so, yeah, definitely uh, watch out for that. And that's going to do it <laughs> for Horror News, our yeah. shortest one yet. Yes. And now we're going to go into another film from Rob Zombie, of course. Rob Zombie, if you're watching this, we're so sorry about the, what we said. So, yeah, <laughs> so like, it seems like we just trashed in this whole episode, but like we're actually we, we're doing an episode on Rob Zombie because we love Rob we Zombie. We love Rob Zombie, yeah. We like his work. Um, just The Lord of the Same was really weird to us. Um, the one thing that I was really happy about with that is we got to see sherry moon zombie in a leading role a oh, lot yeah. of what she has well on a, in a leading role where it's she's carrying her own weight like she's she's kind of on her own right um I, that kind of sounded mean what i said but the other films she she has other characters with her right she, she's the main character in most of the rob zombie films but she's 
it's supported by like a line of main characters. Right, exactly. The, so with Lords of Salem, it just showed that she was able to carry her own. Yeah. Like no one doubted it, but it was nice to see that. Yeah, not even close to doubting it. Exactly. But it, but it, so, but like you said, it's something awesome to see. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And so, thirty-one is another Rob Zombie film. Uh, came out in twenty sixteen, so pretty pretty recently. Yep. And it was a really dope film. It was such an exciting film, dude. I it, loved it. It was very fun. It took like the whole death game uh, scenario, yeah, and kind of Rob Zombie ran with it and did something completely different with it. To be honest, yeah, this was more in his element. Yeah, definitely from what he's been doing. So it it was kind of it was nice to see that and. This was a really good twist to that kind of, or, or addition, anyway, I should say, to that kind of genre. And uh, what's crazy, if I remember, I think this one was, 31 was the movie that was cut the most. Yeah. So yeah, was it? Yeah. I think it was, because I remember seeing the the headlines, he originally wanted to go for a uh, NC-17 rating for this. Oh, really? He wanted to go, like, full, like, brutal as shit. Right. 31. And he actually had cut it multiple times. So he had cut the original version. And he still told him, that's still too much. Cut it again. That's still too much. I think it was, like, the third or fourth time that he cut it. We're like, all right, you can show this to, in the theaters. Right. So, like, it makes me think, like, all that footage is stored somewhere. Uh, yeah. Like, how far did he take it? You know? <laughs> yeah. Like, um... That would have yeah. been nice if he added it as, like, part of a DVD collection. Oh, that would have been amazing. That would be so cool. And it's just awesome because even with that, it still turned out to be like, a pretty good movie. Like, I, we think so. Yeah. You know, but... Yeah, 31, man. 31 was great. Um, the numbers say otherwise... So it had a budget of one point five million dollars, and it grossed um, about eight hundred, a little over eight hundred thousand dollars, which so, is horrifying. Yeah, it's for pretty, for any director. Yeah, luckily his name is huge enough to where this didn't really affect his career. Yeah, like maybe like a shrug of the shoulders, like ah, whatever. Yeah, but but who knows? Like I I, I can't. I'm not speaking from but. Um, of course, we got Sherry Moon Zombie, which, not a surprise. Yes. <laughs> as Charlie. Jeff Daniel Phillips, as we mentioned, as Roscoe. Roscoe Peppers. <laughs> and then we got Lawrence Hilton Jacobs as Panda Thomas. And then, of course, the absolute twisted man, Richard Bra uh, Richard Brake. As Doomhead. That guy. Holy man, shit, dude. He needs to be in more movies. Yes. As as the villain type. He is crazy good. In 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 third he literally stole the show. Yeah. He's so good. He dude, he's like he has he has that X factor, yeah. man. <laughs> right, like, dude. And I, I remember I first saw him in uh I think it was Halloween 2. The Rob Zombie's Halloween 2. Mm -hmm. He's one of the ambulance uh, people. Yeah. And uh, when they crash, m Michael escapes. He saws his head off with the glass. Oh, shit. That's him, dude. Damn. And I was like, wow. So he's he's made his way. Like, he's paid his dues. Yeah, dude. And, it, dude, that guy's crazy, man. I, I enjoy his work. Right. He's so, he's so good with that performance. And like you said, it does steal the show. 
both in the movie and in the movie itself. You right, know what I mean? Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so, like, I, I love that guy. He, I, I became a fan of him in that film. Because I've seen him in other things, but never like this. Right. And I was thinking, holy shit, do more of this. Um, looks like he's going to be in, in 3 from Hell, too. He is, yeah. So, dude, I saw that poster from 3 from Hell of him, like, in the mugshot. And he's got a beard, and I was like, dude, you don't look like how you did in 31. <laughs> you don't look like you yeah. normally do. Like, you look dope. Like, it's great. This this movie, it actually had... Um, I think it was the first time that Rob Zombie started using crowdfunding for the budget. Uh, like, because a lot of studios didn't want to back this kind of movie. Right. Like, they were like, oh, oh, no, 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 no. We're not, we're not going to do this. We're not going to be associated with this craziness. And so he's like, you know what? I got fans who will be down with that. Yeah. And apparently there was. So this this movie, you know, it, it follows this group of circus performers. Performers. Yep. Going. Connie's. Exactly. Connie's. Connie. Connie. <laughs> Connie's. So they're going on the road, you know, because they're circus performers. So they're going on the road and then. They stop by like a, like they, they they stop because there's like something on the road, something like, like crosses I think. Right. And so they they go out to inspect, and then they get swarmed by these hooded black cloaked figures or something. Right. Yeah. And so then they get kidnapped, and they wake up in this Some warehouse, somewhere kind of place. Well, they they first wake up in front of the. A panel of like the own like the people running the I forget shindig. their names. They have a name, but I forget what it's called. They're very uh what's the word? Like like eighteenth century. Right. Like they have like the powdered Regan, wigs. Regan, is that the word I'm looking for? They uh Washington? No, no, no. Very Regal. Regal. They're very regal. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah, man, it was weird. They woke up, and they were lined up, right? Yeah, they were yeah. lined up, and they were telling them the rules of the game, which they would have to fight against six different heads. And it was, like, um, Psycho Head, Schizo Head, Tiny Head, Sex Head, um, some some other head, or whatever the fuck. I forgot, the, I forgot all of them. Head. And then Doom Head. But, but Doomhead wasn't part of it. He was like, ah, I'm, I'm retired for this one. And so they were like, all right, well, you have to, you know, you're, you're going to die and stuff. And they were telling them, like, yeah, there's pretty much no way you're going to survive this. And they're like, okay, well, we're... And we're- they, like, bet on, like, survival of certain characters. Yeah. And then, like, it, once the first killer is defeated, they'll send in the next. The next, yeah. Or after a certain amount of time, they'll add the next. I think it's... No, no, no. I think they have to go through rounds. Every 12 hours, right? No, 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 because it's like they, they, they put them in the first round. Oh, no, round. no, no. The whole thing is 12 hours. Yeah, there yeah, you go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But they do have to go different rounds. Right, right. It's rounds, yeah. And so... 12 rounds with John Cena. <laughs> <laughs> and right before they even go into this trip, or get kidnapped, they're stopping by for gas. And then there's that character that, that really... Dude, she's so... She's banging, dude. That actress who does the voice for Tommy in Rugrats. I oh, forget yeah. her name, but uh, E.G. Daly. Yeah, dude, she's like, she's mad cute. I like look at her. I'm like, yeah, I'm down. <laughs> I'm kidding, but but the way she talks sounds like Tommy. Dude, it sounds like Tommy. Like from weird. Rugrats, man. But she's 
she's hot, so it's like cancels ca- cancels out. She she actually ends up being one of the heads. That's why I bring her up. And they the first round is when they wake up in that warehouse right. and they have to go against the tiny Mexican Hitler. And yeah, <laughs> the shit was so funny and like Bro. crazy, dude. And I can tell, like I can, I can see why the studios were like, Nah, Rob, you're you're on your own on this <laughs> yeah, one, dude. But dude, it was. It was funny, dude. Yeah. Uh, it was very enjoyable and entertaining as fuck. Dude. Yeah, it had a perfect balance between being, like, hilarious and being, like, uh, like a thriller, like, like very... You, could, you you would still take this dude serious. Like, yeah. he was a midget Hitler. Yeah, with knives and... Small ready... person Hitler, if people prefer that. Yeah, but... Yeah. <laughs> but you can still feel, like, that suspense because this guy, even though he's taunting and it's funny... It's like, oh, he's a threat. He's a threat. Like, oh, shit, this is kind of scary. I'm freaking out. And they have to go through this warehouse trying, or some industrial place, really. Right, yeah, yeah. Trying to escape. And they're all, they all start off in different parts of this war, uh, this room that they're in. And then they kind of find each other. And, yeah, it actually takes a really long time in this one place just to kill this, this midget guy. And... They they end up like all coming together, and then this midget like he he like I forgot his tiny head I think is his name, and then like, he stabs one of the guys, like the one of the older gentlemen, and then they kill him. They kill the tiny head, and then the the guy dies or whatever. And it's actually really sad. Yeah, because they yeah. they have this whole scene at the beginning when they're driving, where. It almost feels unnecessary. It almost feels dragged out, but you get a sense of who they are and right, what yeah, kind yeah. of connections they have with each other. Yeah, it was, it was pretty decent. Uh, even though it like he had to do it quickly, mm-hmm. it was pretty decent like build of characters. Like, yeah, them, you know, you get to see who you know who the characters are, who the cast is, kind of what they're like, and their different like characteristics, pretty much. Exactly, and just kind of how they come together and how they're. Kind of a family. Right, yeah. So this is a very tight-knit group. And then when they lose one of their own the first time, it's really hard because they they actually express emotions. Right, yeah, So yeah, instead yeah. of being like, oh, shit, he's dead, let's go. They actually stop and they're like Freaking mourning yeah. this guy. And that's really, really well done. Yeah. So I give props to Rob Zombie. That was, it's it's nice that he caught on to that. Yeah. He's like, you know, we, we need this. And it really added depth to the, yeah, to the story. Yeah, definitely. And then after that, dude, oh, fuck, it was so sick because the remaining characters, they had to keep on going as the game called for. Man, they had a fight. They had much. a fight. So the, 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 the people, the game runners running this game, <laughs> game runners, <laughs> I don't know, um, they were like, hey, you guys, you guys, you know, did a really good job. You, you should probably eat now because, like, if you don't, you know. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. so they, they're at this like banquet and uh they're like hesitant yeah they're like who knows if they poisoned this and this and that, that one guy says fuck it yeah i think it was roscoe he's like yeah. you know what i'm gonna eat and he just like digs into like the meat and she's enjoying eating. it yeah and, and then like everyone else just kind of like all right well doesn't look like he's frothing at the mouth I'll, I'll do it so they start eating and shit and charlie is the only one who is not eating she's kind of hesitant yeah charlie by the way is has jeans on and like this top where it's like a tiger's face that only covers her front 
And so she's kind of like exposed like everywhere else and like her back. And I was thinking, yeah, this is, I, I'm okay with that. Yeah, fuck with it. <laughs> so she finds out like because the the table has a cloth on it. Yeah. And she like looks over and is like, guys, fucking <sighs> spit that shit out right now, do it. And they're like, why? It's like I'm fucking hungry. And like, no, no, no. And then she like uh, like uh, uncovers it, and it's uh, the body of the dude that yeah, died, yeah. and they're eating him. Oh, cannibalism! Holy shit, dude! Can you imagine how that must feel, dude? You were mourning his death like two minutes ago, and then you started eating him. Yeah, which uh, that's crazy how they got him prepared so fast, so fast. Like hmm, hmm. how convenient. Yeah. Hmm. It's almost like it was uh, scripted or something. Almost. Weird. Not quite. Not quite. Not exactly. Yeah. They they end up like finding out that he's eating. They're that they're eating their friend. Yeah. And uh, the, the people running it, this shit. You know what's funny, though? Yeah. Like, he can't take back what he said, that it tasted good. Dude. <laughs> <laughs> he can't be like, dude, I remember I ate my friend. That shit's so nasty. I'm like, dumb. I oh, remember. Yeah. Hold on. No, 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 no. Before you knew, you said, <laughs> you said that it tasted good. You can't take that shit back, man. And I know you want more. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, oh, wait, hold on, hold on, hold on. Okay, maybe maybe it was seasoned. Okay, you you don't know. Yeah. All right. If I just took a chunk out of you right now, that shit would taste bad. But if I season you, ooh, it's mm. gonna be good. Mm. <laughs> Some <laughs> master chef. <laughs> oh man, Chef Gordon Ramsay would be like, yeah, no, he's, he's got right. a point. No, you're right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you're not gonna eat, you're not gonna eat a raw chicken breast. <laughs> oh fuck me! <laughs> it's raw. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh! <laughs> Holy shit! So, um, yeah. So they're they're going on uh, fighting through the uh, the different heads. They they end up fighting. So so they end up fighting two clowns. Yes, which was Dude, so badass. It was so sick. Yeah, <laughs> it was fucking executed perfect. I was happy with it. it. Was it was a good like revenge moment. Yeah. You know? Oh, and, definitely. And both of these clowns have saws, and they're, like, kind of going around trying to kill these people. And the the, the carnies have the upper hand because there's more of them. But at the same time, they, they, they kind of... Now that they know what the game is, yeah. they're like, okay, I, I know what to do. So they end up getting one guy, and... Uh, the, the, he he's kneeling. One of, the, one of the clowns is kneeling, and he's like, "Hey guys, like I'm sorry, like, yeah, sorry, sorry." He's like, like mm -hmm. I'm just doing this for the job or whatever. Ah, uh, uh, uh. yeah. Uh, uh, uh. You can't take that shit back. And so they kill him. They like cut him up. And I was like, "That's fucking yep. right, dude." Yep, yep. And they do the same with the other guy. It's like, pretty satisfying. Yeah, it was so badass. I'm like, thank goodness for that. Yep. So they move on to the other heads where we fight. Uh, Sex head, which was E.G. Daly's character, and it was some other tall, lanky dude too with her. They they were, they were weird. They were mad, strange, super dude. weird. Here's the here's they're like video game characters almost. Yeah, they're, they're like it worked, man. Like you bought into it exactly. Like yeah. oh okay, but here's the part. So E.G. Daly already super attractive, and then when she was like in her costume as as the head, I was like. Dude, you don't know what I would do to you. <laughs> like, I'm sorry, you guys, but she's she's banging, dude. <laughs> she, she aight. She aight. 
<laughs> so they end up like fighting them and the tall lanky dude i can't remember what his name is but he ends up like stabbing the one, one of the guys and they you know they end up killing him they they kill the sex head too and stuff and they gotta move on so now it's just charlie and roscoe and that older lady yeah and stuff and now the 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 showrunners are like oh hey wait a second what what are we gonna do like right. they looked like they're kicking ass and one of them asks like hey like uh what's what's the protocol for when one of them wins 31 which is the game it's called 31 not supposed to win yeah and the guy's like well we can send in the final head doom head and he's never fought, failed us before and then the lady's like well no disrespect dude but that's not what i'm asking you <laughs> so they're like we don't we don't know yeah i guess we'll wing it when that time comes but looks like if they live like we're gonna have to let them live uh, yeah. as per protocol yep and so then they call in doomhead and uh they're like hey man um listen we're a little short-staffed and we oh, dude, we have a rush do you think you can come into work today and he's like banging this this like hooker or something and he's like going at it very um uh, intense scene, yeah actually. yeah from from the sounds of you know, coming from her, he looks... It sounds like he's skilled at what he's he does. He's a very capable man. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and so he answers the call and stuff, and they're like, hey, can you come in? And he's like, guys, it's my day off. I said I wouldn't be doing it this year. Um, mm, gotta go take the kids to soccer. Yeah, like... like I visit my mom. Like, guys, I requested this day off, like, two weeks ago. Um, Do I have enough PTO? <laughs> <laughs> And they're like, yeah, li listen, listen, I get that, but if you just come in right now, like, we'll give you two days off in a row, and we'll, we'll have it paid for you. Uh, oh. you play a good deal. Yeah. So he, he ends up saying yes. And this is so weird, because, like, he's banging the shit out of this girl, right? And then he's like, okay, fine, I'll do it. And so he, like, gets away from her, like, right off, and, like, starts putting on his clothes and stuff. And she's like, hey, like, I thought we were going to do this for longer or whatever. And he's like, ah, shut up, you cow. Or whatever. And I'm like, dude, you were just banging her. Like, I get that it's, like, loveless. Right. But, like, hey, she's giving you a good time. Finish first. <laughs> Finish her. <laughs> he, he ends up going, get, you know, getting ready. And, oh, bro. Getting ready is so weird. He, like, puts on the makeup. Oh, he, oh dude, it looks so nasty yeah. and, like, dirty, dude. And then the worst part is he starts punching his mouth. Oh, dude. And he's, like, dude, he's, like, loving it, too. Like, he's beating the fuck out of himself. Yeah. And at that point, I just felt, like, like, because it was bloody. It was it was messy and like, intense. I feel like his face felt like, you know, like, when you play basketball and the basketball, like, bounces off the hoop and hits you straight in the face yeah like that like like that red searing hot pain yeah it, like it burns and like like it stings you yeah like, like I that feel like that's what he was feeling and then like a headache on top of that yeah like, how, <laughs> hey how can you like that man bro like right after he like looks himself in the mirror like smiles like yeah it's fucking lit oh shit <laughs> like, he like holds on to the the wall like oh fuck <laughs> oh shit dude okay i never regret this <laughs> hey guys i can't make it <laughs> he's like oh honey oh shit get the advil he's like did did you punch yourself in the mouth again yeah yeah, yeah, yeah i did yeah. it <laughs> yeah i did i did 
Oh god. <laughs> oh god. What did I tell you last time? You you said I shouldn't do it. Ah, but I needed a good look. Ah, fuck. <laughs> just just please get the Advil. <laughs> <laughs> I heard you the first time. <laughs> she goes in. Don't need to be yelling. Oh my god. Oh. Damn it, woman. <laughs> and then, like, she walks away. He starts taking the pills. That woman's gonna be the death of me. <laughs> oh shit. Oh fuck. And so he goes to this to this arena and he kills the the woman like the older woman and he has like he has like these switch blades yeah. those are his weapons super badass by the way and then afterwards now it's just Roscoe and Charlie and Charlie at, or I'm sorry Roscoe at this point he is like bloody and beat oh yeah he's yeah he's beat yeah so they they end up escaping from the warehouse they're outside and uh, they find this tunnel they're being chased by Doomhead, and then, fuck, what's his name? Roscoe tells Charlie, hey, just go, like, I'll hold him off. Yeah. And stuff, and I'm like, damn, dude, like, that's crazy. That was a pretty badass scene, too, right. that standoff. Yeah. That was so sick. I was hoping that it would last longer. Yeah, same. Like, the fight. It was, but it was still, like, it was It was a valiant effort. Yeah. It was, it was pretty cool, man. It was so cool. Yeah. That's the way to go, man. Like, yeah. you put up a fight. You right. Know I mean? Like, to save your friend, dude. Yeah, like, yeah, that was dope. so cool, man. Yeah. And so that's why I really loved Roscoe's character. Like, he was just a fun guy. He he looked like a badass the entire time. I loved his character. Doomhead kills him, like, just stabs him. And he's after Charlie now, who's the final uh, survivor. And she goes into this house. And they're, like, have a standoff again. Yeah. Gets her ass beat. She has her ass handed to her, for sure. Yeah. And then the sirens go off, and they're like, Oh, Doomhead. Time's up, buddy. Like, time to clock out. He's like, wait. What? Like, I thought I was going to kill you. You dragged me here to finish the job. Yeah. And like, yeah, but you... um, Listen, you didn't do it in time. I, that's kind of what we... I thought you knew this, dude. And so he's like, oh, fuck. Okay, well, I guess I got to leave you alone. And so she's just walking down the road, like, all right, well, I well, survived this, like... Time to go home now. <laughs> time to go to the the carnival where I was supposed to go. Where the fuck am I? Ah, you know what? They'll, they'll understand. Yeah. Behind her comes a van, and then it stops, like, ten feet away. Doomhead comes out. He's like, you know what? This is off the clock. And then he takes off his switchblades, yep. and she's just kind of standing there like, all right, we'll do it. We'll do it. Let's yeah. do it. And it just kind of ends, and that's it. And it kind of leaves our fates unknown. But that was a really dope scene. Like, oh, I yeah. love yeah. that. Yeah. The movie was so crazy, dude, but it was a good kind of demented. You know what yeah, I mean? I loved it, dude. It was... It's Rob Zombie, it's man. It's Rob Zombie, dude. And that in the beginning, like the first scene, like w what we mentioned, you know, when Rob Zombie kind of goes into it, it has Doomhead just talking to the camera, monologuing. Yeah, 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 yeah. Dude, yeah. that it was so, so sick. tight. So sick. Turns out he was talking to like a priest, dude, or like a pastor or something. Yeah. And like he he um, he has an axe, and the pastor's that like that scene was incredible. Mm -hmm. The acting was. 
superb. <laughs> it was it was honestly really good acting. Yeah, I remember like I can't remember the whole thing, but I remember he was saying like this pipe makes me look pretentious. And I was like, yeah, yeah, that's so cool. So dope. The priest is like, no, please, like, I'll, you know, you don't have to do this, this and that. And he just like hits him with the axe in yep. the stomach a few times. And he's like, what can I say? I'm undefeated. And that's, yeah. that's what you got to know. So that is 31 yes. by Rob Zombie. The one, the only Rob Zombie. Dun, dun. All these movies, by the way, are written as well by him. Yeah, just to kind of this is all literally his mind. Yeah, that's what I love about it. Yeah, it's all him. Yeah, dude, it's so cool, man. We're gonna change it up now to House of One Thousand Corpses. Uh, Is was there actually a thousand corpses, or was that just the exaggeration because there were so many? We will never know. We will never know. <laughs> this was actually his directorial debut back in 2003, and it actually it was filmed in 2000, but with like the studio, because th- it was first bought by I think um, Universal Pictures, but like due to the nature of the movie. They kept shelving it because they didn't want to have an, a rating of an NC-17. Right. And so they just kind of kept it. But Rob was like, okay, I'm, I'm going to move forward with this. So he bought the rights back and then he sold it to Lionsgate. And then they were like, yeah, okay, we'll do it. So they gave a theatrical release in 2003. So all that time span, which is crazy, dude. Like a lot happens in three years. Yeah, like, for real. It's like at that point, like, damn, remember when we did that movie? Like... Yeah, it's, it's it's being released now. Like, oh, wow, I, I really had no idea. I completely forgot that we even kind of did that. Like, it must have felt like one of those projects where, like, you put in your resume as an actor, and you're like, oh, it didn't, how's it, how's it, corpse? And like, oh, what's that? Uh, it never came out. Uh, it hasn't come out yet. When did you film it? About two and a half years ago. Yeah. And then it gets <laughs> its release and becomes, like, a cult classic. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> So this one had a budget of seven million dollars and it grossed sixteen point eight million dollars. So that's a win. A win, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. We're glad to hear that. Uh, I've got it, or it has Sid yeah. Haig. Sid it Haig, yeah, Captain as Spaulding. Captain Spaulding, the one and only. We got Bill Mosley as Otis. Got dude, Bill Mosley. So fucking dude, rad, dude. He's amazing yeah his acting is <laughs> yeah. incredible yes. i love him as otis and then we've got um oh wait who, who is this sherry moon zombie Sh- Sh- sherry moon Z- 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 i've never Z- heard of her no i have no idea yeah she but she stars as baby firefly we also got chris hardwick who was in the news recently as jerry goldsmith and then the one and only Dwight Schrute. Yep. And Rain Wilson. Guys. Rain Wilson. I was going to go on with that. Oh, yeah. <laughs> just Dwight. Oh, you know what? It's just Dwight. Do, just Dwight. So it's Rain Wilson as Bill Hudley. They're kind of on this trip going like across country, just visiting different things and writing a book about it. Yeah, and they stumble upon the legend of Dr. Satan. Yeah, Dr. Satan. Dude, that whole ride when they were with yeah. Captain Spaulding. Dude, that was nuts. Like, I love Captain Spaulding's, or I'm sorry, Sid's, I should say, acting 
doing that, um, like the close-ups and like just that madman type behavior. Yeah, I dude. was thinking, damn, this is crazy good. Like it's so it fits the tone and it fits. Oh, dude, he plays that character so well, dude. It's 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 like a he's a madman, but he but he's a a confident madman. Yeah, like he he walks tall and like he's just. He's living his best life. Yeah. <laughs> so he's. He, it starts off with him getting robbed at gunpoint, and and he like he raises his hands like you know to show that he doesn't have anything. But he like has his middle fingers up. Yeah, yeah. He's like, oh shit, okay. And and then like the the robbers are kind of dim-witted, but he starts saying like, hey, fuck your mom. I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna kill you. Fuck your grandma too. And this and that. And then they. They they get or Captain Spaulding gets the upper hand, takes down the guys, and then he's like, "Oh yeah, one more thing, fuck you too," and then shoots him. Blast him in the face. He's so badass. That was so tight, dude. I would love, dude, to have Captain Spaulding in like a Mortal Kombat game. Oh shit! shit, It would be so badass. That would be rad. (laughs) What did you What did you like about this film? Like, how did you feel about it, dude? It's such a weird, twisted film. Yeah. It's it's a solid solid horror movie, and you can tell it was it was done outside the box of what horror was at the time. Like mm-hmm. Rob Zombie literally was like, you know what? I'm doing my own thing with this. Like, yeah. I don't give a fuck what the scene looks like right now as far as horror goes. Yeah, this is what's in my mind. This is what I want to put on screen, and I'm gonna do it. And like it, to me, it paid off, dude. It's it's literally a cult classic now, and all the characters have their own like draw and they become these icons in like in in this world and yeah. everyone praises each of these icons yeah you dude. know what i mean like, right to the like even like it's character hosted menus like when on the dvd oh yeah like, yeah you, i those, saw that it's so dope <laughs> like, it, the characters were amazing uh the grit was there the violence was there it was for me it's like it's my kind of horror it was yeah you know i mean what was it? Sherry's acting here was solid, dude. Hell yeah. As like a demented you know, uh she's she's like she's an adult, but she talks and acts like a toddler. Yeah, she's like the baby of the group, you know, she's a literally from yeah, the, what the from name the suggests. Name, yeah, she's she's the youngest one, so she's a little bit wild, you know, yeah. kind of plays on that. She's like she acts like the child of the group. Yeah, exactly. So she leads these teenagers, you know, um, oh gosh, where do I have my notes? Jerry and Bill and their and their uh, girlfriends to her house after they have like a, a flat tire, which was done by them. And so she kind of leads them in, and dude, she's like flirting mad hard with Bill. She's like, let me see them glasses. <laughs> And it's like, oh shit! Like, dude, she wants that dick, but maybe not really because she's evil. So here's the thing with that. Yeah, she's so good at it. She's so good at being flirty. Like, dude, Rob Zombie can come up to me, sit down and have a talk, and be like, "Hey, I'm gonna try you out for this role. See how you do. I'm gonna have Sherry come in, and she's gonna flirt with you. And these are her lines. Blah blah blah. This is acting. She would walk in." flirt with me we'll do the lines she'll leave rob comes back and i'm gonna tell him dude i think she's into me 
Like, for, like for real. Yeah, like, she's that convinced. Yeah, dude. It's like, dude. Hey, man. I don't know how to bring this up to you, but I, I think I got something going on with your wife right now. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, yeah, dude. She's, she's so so good. Yeah, man. I'm always impressed with her, man. Exactly. And actually, I think at this time she was actually only Sherry Moon. They weren't even. I don't think they were married yet. I don't think they probably. Yeah, they probably weren't. Yeah. So Rain Wilson was like, "Hey, listen. Um, I know you guys." seeing each other and stuff and you guys have thoughts of you know being married but um and then rob's like hey, well hold on man we, we're dating false <laughs> <laughs> she flirted with me she flirted with me and then that's when he's like hey you know what hold, hold that hold that character i got a really good sitcom i know of a friend who's doing a sitcom and i think they need someone just like you <laughs> that's how he got dwight yeah Schreck. that's exactly how it happened <laughs> don't question it don't look it up don't look it up <laughs> and so they they are invited to dinner and they have to wear like these masks for Halloween. Yeah. And dude, it's so it's bizarre as shit. Weird ass mask. It's so weird, man. I'm like, oh, I feel like disgust on my hands. <laughs> but it's so bizarre, dude. The 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 girls in the group in the like the little group that that we're kind of following, they are like they're so underdeveloped that I didn't even care about them. Yeah, like them like dying, I was like, meh. Yeah, whatever. It's just really fun to focus on the villains in this movie. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like, I only uh, focused on, you know, Bill and Jerry because I knew who the actors were. Yeah. But, like, the girls, I was like, ah, uh, you know what? Uh, you you kind of, like, I can't tell who's who because they kind of look similar to me. Like, yeah. I don't care. This, this, actual, this movie, I should say, was influenced by the original texas chainsaw massacre and the original hills have eyes and yeah, there's like different kind of definitely see the elements you, you can of that. see that in there once they try to leave they they get attacked by these people and they're held um respond or, or captive one of the girls his father um doesn't hear back and so he starts reaching out to the police and they start doing an investigation and the police are like the, the sheriffs you know what i mean so now it has that kind of that that type of vibe where it's like that that road or um, oh gosh they're like the road travel type sheriff cop kind of person right yeah yeah, I mean? yeah 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 and small town yeah. de desert town kind of that so that's when that element starts coming in when you got that cop but it also has like supernatural paranormal type elements like to satanic it satanic cult kind of like yeah. his family just like smeared into it like yeah. whoa what the hell like, is it makes you realize like, like this family works above like the laws of nature sometimes because yeah. they're involved with like the occult. Right, exactly. You know I mean? like, like it's so weird, dude. And then after that, um, they they started like I don't know what they're trying to do with these people, but they turn Rain Wilson's character into like a to like a mermaid or something. Yeah, merman. So fucking weird. weird. Dead as fuck. Yeah. Super yeah. crazy. Yep. And there are images in there, kinda like the Lords of Salem where it's there's this entire scene where it's it's in a negative filter right yeah and it's so weird because like what does this have to do with the story is is this like metaphor for something like i don't know i think he just likes to be weird and he like he likes to throw off the the viewer yeah yeah it's, it's so like definitely yeah. threw me off dude yeah. like it's so fucking crazy and so they they start kind of you know Oh, okay, no, so so the sheriff and his deputy, they, they end up, like, kind of finding this house, the the Firefly family house, and 
they it's it's the officer Wydell, right? Yeah. And the mom, like, he, once he gets word, like, hey, there's there's corpses here. They the mom shoots him in the throat. Yeah. And he dies and stuff. And then that's when like the deputy and the dad of one of the teenagers they like start running like oh, we we gotta go. The dad like gets shot by Otis. And then he he has Who, to, that dad plays Sullivan in Devil's Rejects. Sullivan and De- it's Wait. the same guy. Wait, really? Yeah, it's the same guy. Holy so, shit! Yeah. I didn't realize that because <laughs> uh, I think the hair. Yeah. Whoa, weird. Yeah. So Otis is there, and he tells the, sh- the deputy like, "Hey, put your gun down." Yeah. And the whole scene is slow motion, so he you know puts the gun down and everything, and Otis is standing uh, above him with the gun to his head, and the camera's kind of panning out. And dude, it takes so long that at some point I'm like, because I'm watching it on the laptop and I'm thinking, wait, is it, is it still working? Like, hold on a second, because like, dude, nothing happens for the longest time. Like the camera's zooming out, yeah, and you can like it's it's so slow, but you can kind of see around the edges, like okay, it's moving, yeah. But dude, they're like it, like frozen for the longest time, yep. Until Otis pulls the trigger, and then the deputy dies, yep. And I was like, what? It was a weird kind of like, okay, something <laughs> happened. Yeah, yeah. Like <laughs> all right, let's do it. I get it. Um, and so then, like the, the family ends up kind of sacrificing the the other teenagers. Yeah, they lower Jerry and like his girlfriend, I think, down in a coffin to some kind of well or a cave. Yeah, and then these monsters tear into it, take Jerry. Dude, I don't even know what the fuck that was about. <laughs> it was it was so off from what we were watching. Yeah, initially. Yeah, it's kind of like oh, okay, so now it's. It's elevated to a level where it's, oh, okay, so kind of don't get it right yeah, now. Yeah, like, oh, <laughs> this is weird. Like, you never yeah. told me this was going to happen. Oh, side note, it's not the same guy. just looks like him. The dad, I'm talking about. Oh, oh right, yeah. right, right. I don't know what happens after that, but, like, the girl... Oh, oh, dude, so the last girl, right? I don't even know her character name. Like, blah, blah, blah. Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. She's kind of, like, there, like, in some, like, the tunnels. And she's like, hey, like, hello, hello, hello. Is anyone here? Here. You're an idiot. I'm an idiot. <laughs> and so she finds some guy in the tunnels and he's kind of he's an old dude and he just watch, looks at her and there's another dude and they like take her bunny suit off and that's it. I'm thinking, "Wait, do you guys just normally live here?" <laughs> right? Are you part of the family? You just can't go in the house? Yeah, like what what is like are you guys here against your will, or do you... Or are you part of this? I mean, obviously, you're part of it, but, like, how does it work? Yeah, like... Like, I want the backstory. Yeah. How did... Okay, so Devil's Rejects. How did your... That family. How did your thing start? Who decided, we're going to be a family of murderers? Yeah. And then everyone was just on board? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like, how do you get that? Like, <laughs> you're, just, you're just at the dinner table, like... Hey guys, so um, real quick, you know, the business is not doing really hot right now. Yeah. So I was thinking we're we're probably going to start murdering people. Um, we're going to start making a cult. We're just going to live out in the outskirts of town. And we're yeah. going to just, whoever passes by, we're going to kill them. Just kill them and dispose of them. And we're going to start a, a, 
satanic cult. Yeah. Your uncle, Dr. Satan, he... <laughs> <laughs> because of his weird fucking name, dude, I just got the idea, right? Yeah. So he's going to be this whole thing. Yeah. And I, I, right now it's a rough sketch, but I have this idea where we're going to have tunnels yeah. in the ground, like underneath, and just kind of have people stored there, right? They have Uncle, uncle Jim there as well. Yeah, I mean, your mom and I have been thinking about this, so we're, we're going to do this. Yeah. And, like, everyone's like, Dad. Are you okay with this? <laughs> He's like, Dad, that's that's a fucking good idea, man. Like, I'm on board. I'm like, in. Like, who's, who, what? Eight-year-old eight baby. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that sounds like fun, Dad. <laughs> like, what the fuck? And so, I say that a lot, and so. And so. And so. And so. <laughs> Anyways, she goes through the tunnels and finds this room where she locates Jerry, who is scalped yep. and being performed on by Dr. Satan. Who's real? Who's real, dude. He's like this weird chupacabra looking dude. Yeah, he's he's real. Yeah, he's a real. Well, like, in the movie. Who, who would have thought? Well, actually, in real life, too. The devil walks among us. <laughs> and yeah, he's he's operated on and then from the from another doorway comes like this like big muscle mass dude like this bane. Yeah. And like ugly motherfucker dude. And he goes after did, the, did he have a mask or not? He had a mask and he took off the mask and like weird sludge just came out of his mouth yeah. and i was like oh that's N disgusting no one probably cared who he was until he put on the mask yeah <laughs> right <laughs> dude there was a scene in that movie where the girl who who lives at the end yeah or makes it out anyway she's tied up and you know that giant in the film yeah i forget his, his name his name is name uh, uh, rest he... in, rest in peace to him by the yeah, way he but did pass uh... away but what's his name in the film do you know his name's Tiny in the Tiny, film. right. And it's uh, Matthew McGrory, and uh, he was actually an actor that had the gigantism disease. Right. Where he, he was, at, I think he was like 7'2 or something. Something like that, Some yeah. huge, Tall huge dude. Very talented dude. Yeah, and so there's a scene where he comes down and he's like watching the girl, and he's like offering her cereal yeah. in a dog bowl. And she's like, no, like, because it looks gross. And, dude, he, like, gets it. Like, he spoons the cereal and eats it. But it's like a... Yeah, yeah, dude. Oh, I watched no. that, and I'm like, ah, ah. I, like, had my hands covering <laughs> the screen. That was, like, the most horrifying part. Dude, yeah, straight up. Like, oh, oh, God, oh, God. <laughs> like, I, I had my earphones on, so I heard, listened to every fucking detail of that. And he's like... <laughs> like, ah, ah. <laughs> like, it was gross, dude. It was so nasty. Yep. That scene. Uh, fuck that. And so. And so. There we go. Yeah, fuck. We go. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways. There we go. What happened? Oh. So the, the last girl. She's facing off with this disgusting Bane. And he has this like axe or something. And when he swings it. She ducks. Hits like this supporting beam. And, like, the whole structure falls on him. Yeah, caves in. Dude, like, his, his whole face is, like, wet with, like, blood or something. And, like, there's, like, like dust and, like, wood uh, wood dust and shit on him. And it's yeah. like, oh, imagine trying to clean that off. Like, that's gross. Yeah. She escapes busting through the ground. And she's, like, on top of, like, she's like, oh, wow, I'm free. 
she goes out and finds a, a car, or a car finds her, and it's none other than Captain, Captain Spaulding. Spaulding. Takes her, and he's like, holy shit, you're... He's just making jokes, being an asshole. Yeah. And then... It's, it's him, dude. It's Captain right. Spaulding. Like, what else is he going to do? I love how he like, had nothing to do with the whole murder scenario. Right, like, dude. Like, he's, like, so over it. Like, I feel like he used to be involved in all that. And now he's like, dude, I'm just going to chill. You guys, <laughs> you guys handle this. Yeah, like, you guys do what you want. <laughs> And then Otis is in the back, and he yeah. comes out. Like she's like the girl's knocked out, and he's in the back. And then the camera zooms in on him, like super eighties, like yeah, yeah. It's so Ma- funny, dude. Very Rob Zombie. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. so good. And yeah, it's just how it ends. And, and uh, yeah, if you guys are, if you guys think you're missing anything or, or we left something out, I mean, we left out certain scenes because we're not gonna go scene by scene. Right, but right. that's pretty that's much pretty what much happens. House of a Thousand Corpses. Yeah, that's. Yeah. Watch it if you haven't. Yeah, actually. Like, for real. Watch it. For real, yeah. When I was watching these, or when I saw these, these movie posters, like, back in the day, I'm like, dude, this is this is weird shit, dude. Like, this is, it looks weird. Like, if you watch The Devil's Rejects, I'm looking at this, like, these, these fucking hobos, like, all dirty, and just to name The Devil's Rejects, and I'm like, ah, oh, this doesn't look like the type of horror for me. Like, it just looks over the top bloody disgusting and shit like that and at the time you weren't into that yeah no i was really not into that and then and you know now that i'm watching it i'm like hey this is actually severely not bad yeah like this is super not bad dude (laughs) like i watch this and i'm like dude this is i would go as far as saying it's good dude it's (laughs) yeah like i'm watching all these movies and i'm thinking dude like 10 year old me was a pussy like these are really yeah, these, are awesome. these are great like i i could like if they play this on telemundo or something i'm like yeah for sure like this yeah. is good like i'm not like it's not scary it's not like i don't look at this and i'm like oh fuck dude this scene is too much for me like it, right. i don't get that right. like this is this is just purely action it's just vicious fun it's brutality at its finest at its finest it's rob zombies to me, so far, his best work, uh, The Devil's Rejects, and it's starring Sherry Moon Zombie, <laughs> Sid Haig, and Bill Mosley as the, uh, what I'm assuming are the three from hell. Yeah. The, the next installment of uh, this uh, series for Rob Zombie. But yeah, man, Rob, uh, Rob Zombie, uh, Devil's Rejects, dude, so good. Um, I remember I, I was a little worried about watching it at first, too. And it was because of the name, dude. It scared me. I was like... Yeah. Um, I grew up in a Christian household. Same. Um, still Christian now. But back then, I was like... Anything that said like had the word devil in it, I was like, no, I can't watch that. God will be so mad at me. Yeah, but, but, dude. But more so, my mom is going to be mad oh, at me. Oh, fuck. And yeah, if dude. she catches me watching something that has the word devil, devil in it... In it. Uh, can you imagine when I told her I listened to the Devil Wears Prada? Oh wow, dude! <laughs> but like, this is this is strange because it's like the Devil's Reject, so it's like, oh, the Devil didn't want them, mom. Yeah. So like, they're kind of good guys, you know what I mean? Devil <laughs> didn't want them. God wouldn't take him. Well, that's Constantine, not the Earth Devil's needed him. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, man, I, I really, really, even from the first time I watched this movie, it did like a few scenes did freak me out when I was younger. Especially the scene where the girl's running out with the with the face on her face, but man. oh fuck, that was so crazy, <laughs> it's dude! Demented, like the the shaking, the camera shaking and, like, camera and just, the running and the oh. screaming, dude. That was 
That was a cinematic genius, and I praise Rob Zombie for that scene alone. The whole movie is incredible, but that scene, man, that is iconic. That was dude. fucking incredible, dude. And he pulled it off well because the there is um, like an art form with shaky cam. Like if you use that, it just elevates the demented, twisted like overall feel of that scene and as this lady is walking around or running around i should say with like the skinned mask of her boyfriend boyfriend or whatever yeah she's like losing her mind because like who wouldn't with that over their face and she's just running out oh dude it's fucking crazy dude so what was your like reaction like as soon as the ending credits hit like what you your overall assessment of how you felt I thought it was really good. I loved it. Like, I had a blast watching it. Yeah. Like, it was comedic. It had um, gore. It was It was not at all scary. Like, yeah. it's 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 not scary to me. It's just action-packed. Yeah. It's so fucking fun to watch. It's great. And it tells a good, interesting story. Like, not one to take too seriously, but it's just a story that you watch. And it's like, damn, this is actually really fucking good. And you kind of follow these... these murderous characters who end up being the protagonists like they end up like you kind of uh like you kind of start backing them like you kind of are a little on their side a little bit but yeah also how badass was officer whitell bro uh, dude that was so dope or was he sheriff whitell sheriff i think it was sheriff whitell sheriff sheriff yeah yeah dude he Although, like a huge asshole he was, you kind of root for him because, well, not only is he kind of like the good guy of the movie, but he's getting he's getting revenge. So it's his revenge story and, like, the story of the Devil's Rejects, like, trying to make a run for it. Right, exactly. And, dude, every character is a badass in this movie. Yeah. Except, like, the victims from the motel. Right. But, which... By the way, that whole scenario, the scene, the scenes with that family, a, a banjo and Sullivan, like yeah. the, little, the little band, yeah, where like um, baby and Otis and Otis kind of take them hostage. Oh, man, it was brutal, and it was kind of it gave me a little bit of anxiety the first time I watched it. Like I was think, putting myself in their shoes, like man, what can you do? Yeah, and. Uh, also, dude, another thing that this movie brings is the one-liners, man. Dude, the one-liners are fucking incredible, dude. I thought they were hilarious. Like, what? one of the most badass lines, dude, was from Otis when he looks down at Sullivan. Or, I think it was Sullivan? No, it was the, it was the boy. I forget the boyfriend's name. The one he cuts his face off. Oh, yeah. But he, like, the Who camera's, plays like... plays Axel in The Walking Dead? Right. <laughs> <laughs> the camera's kind of, like, looking up at him. You can yeah. see the sun in the background. And he moves his hair out of his face, and he goes, I am the devil, and I'm here to do the devil's work. Dude, that was, like, was so fucking cool, dude. Dude. Like, that was holy badass, man. shit. That was, what a line, man. Yeah, dude. What a line. That was so nuts, man. I mean, honestly, the movie was really fucking cool, dude. I loved yeah. it. One of uh, Rob Zombie's better works, really. We're not going to go, like, two. We're not, uh, like, you know how we do with most movies? Go kind of throughout, pan throughout the movie. We're not going to do that. We're just going to tell you how awesome it is. Yeah. It's and, fucking great. And I also wanted to tell 
or one of the lines that I wanted to say. Um, uh, what's his name? The bl- the black dude when they're buying chickens oh, yeah. from the guy. Yeah, and 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 the the fat guy. What does he say? The- He's like, "Hey, you guys aren't gonna fuck these chickens, right?" He's like, "Fuck these chickens. Yeah, you're not gonna cut off their head, stick your dick in there, watch them wiggle around, and wiggle and go." <laughs> and then <laughs> the black guy goes, "You want me to cut the chicken's head off, stick my dick in it, and go?" Ah! <laughs> 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 the dryness in that, dude. It was dude. the funniest thing dude. ever, dude. Or like when him and, and Captain Spaulding are together and they're like, ah, ah, ah. <laughs> ah yeah, there we go, there we go. <laughs> dude, that was so fucking tight, oh, man. Dude. But yeah, dude, oh, I loved it's it. such an incredible movie. Um, we're running out of time here, folks. Yeah, so we're, so we're actually got a, we got a thing to do right now, but uh before we actually uh, wrap it up here, um, real quick, we want to give a special shout out ha! to. How? <laughs> 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 what are you saying? <laughs> we want to give a special shout out this episode to Stacy Beth, and you got to drag out the last one, Stacy Beth. Yeah. Because there's like a couple H's. Thank you so much for your support, for your love. Um, you know, we, we definitely see that on Instagram and thank you for following us. We really appreciate everything and, um, we yeah. hope that you continue to listen on. So yeah, but we continue these shout outs, man. You guys got to listen to us on Spotify, iTunes, Stitcher Radio, Tune In, uh, Lipson, all that good stuff. The link is in our bios, Yeah, man. it's in our bio on Instagram, which is at the Horror Academy. And so that's going to do it for this episode, you and guys. And this edition of Director's Cut. Director's Rob Cut. Rob Zombie. Exactly. As always, I am your host, your co-host, Chris. And my name is Adrian, and this is the Horror Academy Podcast. <laughs>